encouraging word for you, and it is from 2 Corinthians 4.17. Some of you watching right now, you're in a really difficult time. You're facing all kinds of opposition and hardship and obstacles and struggles, bad reports, and just, uh, some of you, you feel like you're just under the water. You're like, you can't make it. And I want to encourage you, 2 Corinthians 4.17, it says this, For this light and momentary affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. What you're in right now is small compared to the great glory that God has for you. So if you will keep your eyes on God, off of the circumstances, off of the situations, off of your own inability. Some of you feel like you're too weak and frail. I can't, I can't handle this. This is too much for me. It is too much for you, but it's not too much for God. And if you keep your eyes on God, God's going to give you strength on the inside to be stronger, more powerful, wiser than all the opposition on the outside. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you and see God do miraculous things. And mom, we got this testimony from Louise about her car. And she was praying because she had this like kind of an old beater car and had all kinds of stuff she had to throw money in, into it. And she was tired of doing that. She called for prayer. And right after she called for prayer, the repairman called her and said, here's a quick and simple fix. It doesn't cost any money. Uh, and it's still working. Yes. Go, Louise. That's awesome. So, Mom, tell us what we've got today. Well, I love that testimony because that encourages everyone. But today we have spe such a special guest, Jonathan Kahn with The Paradigm. Now, this book I read, I got so excited about it that I read it too fast because it was so encouraging about what's happening in our nation and how I could be a blessing. So I had to read it again and read it slowly. And you have to watch today. And you have time to think and you have time to receive and you have time to be encouraged. I am so excited and so is Sarah to go to Australia again. Oh, and we would love for you to come with us. What can you see in Australia? What can we see? Well, Mom, we're going to Sydney. So right. obviously we're going to see some cool stuff the in Sydney, House. the Opera House. Yeah. Plus the fact we get a minister at Pastor John McMartin's church, Inspired Church. Yes. It's going to be super powerful. And we get to go to Ayers Rock. And we get to go to Cairns. Never say that right. Cairns, which is the gateway to the gate, Great Barrier Reef. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We want you to come with us. Mom, how can they How can they do this? Well, if they will check on the phone and leave their name, we will pray over it. And God can provide the money for you to go and the time off. So I'm really excited about all of you that are going to go. God's going to use your hand to pray for the sick. We're going to witness to people. We're going to see things beyond what we could ever imagine. Oh my goodness, we're thrilled, 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 Jonathan, to have you with us. But not everybody is familiar with okay. your background and everything. And give, yeah. give us a little quick yeah. thumbnail. Who are you? Sure. <laughs> that's, a, that's a loaded question. Jewish, born Jewish, didn't know the Lord growing up, Hebrew school, became an atheist at eight because I didn't see the, the, the Bible, the biblical God they spoke about moving in the synagogue. So, so, but then when I was about 12, 13, I picked up a book. I thought it was a UFO book. God tricked me. It was The Late Great Planet Earth by Hal Lindsey, all about the prophecies. I said, Whoa, I didn't know that. I'm telling my friends all about it. I wasn't saved, but I'm winning them to the Lord. So <laughs> finally, I realized I had to give my life to the Lord, but I didn't want to give my life. I thought I had to have to join a monastery. And so, so I made a deal, Lord, if you give me a long life, I'll accept you when I'm on my deathbed. And so right after that, I almost got killed twice. And the second time, I was wow. hit by a locomotive train. 
And at that point, he says, you know, Jews demand signs. I needed a train. And so I said, okay, Lord, you know, I'll accept you. Just here's the new deal. I'll accept you when I turn 20. Just don't kill me until then. And then on my 20th birthday, I didn't know how to get saved. But I remember in Hebrew school, Moses met God on the mountain and Elijah. So I found a mountain, got to the top, kneeled down, and gave my life to the Lord. So that's how I came to the Lord. Then the Lord called me into ministry. I was in college, called me into ministry. Um, so I lead the Jerusalem Center, Beth Israel, right outside New York City. It's people of all nations together. And a ministry called Hope of the World that goes to the world. And, um, and then I wrote The Harbinger, and then everything changed. As a few years ago, The Harbinger, and then The Mystery of the Shemitah, and The Book of Mysteries, and now The Paradigm. Wow. So, and I have a wife from Brazil and two, two little boys. Nice. Sweet, <laughs> yes. sweet, sweet. Oh, sweet. But in here, yeah. I tell you, I think a lot of us have been discouraged about our country and where are we going and all of this stuff. Yes. But in here, you see, yeah, where we're going. And, but we also see God coming on the scene and doing a miracle. That's why I just encourage you. You won't want just one book. You read this book, you want to pass it on. And it will get you into a place of prayer that is just awesome. This, I can tell you, put my hand on my heart, this book changed my life. It brought me into a place in prayer, and I love to pray. I've been a prayer person. But this did something to me that will propel you you got to get it, get five or six copies, and listen with your heart today. Listen with your heart. This is really a heart program. So when you yeah. think about paradigm, mm. um, why did you call it paradigm? Well, paradigm, well, I like, I like words that are not regular words like harbinger because it, it, it stands out. People use the word, but they don't always know what it means. But in the paradigm is a, is a symbol or a template or a pattern, a foreshadow. God uses it all the time in the Bible. I mean, prophetic foreshadows, the lamb, the goat, the, the temple, all the, and, and, pro, and prophetic events that foreshadow other things. And in, in Corinthians, Paul said, these things happened in Israel. So I'm at the apostasy. He says, as examples to us. Well, the word in Greek is tupas or type, and that same word also means paradigm. So this is this, is this ancient paradigm that God did. For those who don't know, it's a master blueprint. Imagine there's a master blueprint from the Bible that is behind everything that's happening now. Specific, so specific, it, it names, it gives people that are on the stage now. It gives the times when things have to happen that we saw last time, in, in, down to the to the hour in some cases, like 9/11. Um, so it gives all these things. So this is it's a biblical paradigm that a lot of us know about from Sunday school, but it's so incredible, literally, that it's 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 showing everything where we have been, where we are, where we're going. What could, it could even give the outcomes of elections. We'll even see in this time, beyond the polls, God is so exact. It's showing mm -hmm. God's in control. Mm -hmm. And some people watching, you're, you might be scared right now. You might think, it doesn't feel like God's in control. And maybe you've watched the news and it's really unsettling to you. You just get all kinds of scared and fear. And some of you just have some personal things going on. And, and some people, some of you watching right now, you're very vulnerable to fear. Fear gets in and just takes you down a dark alley until you're just traumatized. And we want to pray for you that God would release you from that fear. So hop on the phone, get on the website, and of course, grab your copy of The Paradigm, because this will help you really appreciate the sovereignty of God. And so this, I like, it's interesting when you start off with this, you know, you talk about Bible stuff, you go yep. back to Ahab yes. and on Jezebel and all that. Yes. Then you anchor it and you parallel it yes. with, with modern stuff. So yes. help us I see mean, some exactly. of that. Well, we, 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 when we, we talked before, we saw how everything paralleled in the years of the Clinton. We saw the paradigm of Ahab and Jezebel. Again, it's not about people, but it's about God. And so we saw how they followed the same patterns. Even the time that Bill Clinton has was exactly as Ahab had and all that. Well, now 
now we got to, we even saw, we saw a mystery of 9-11 where something that happened in the Clinton years actually gave the exact date of 9-11 years before it happened mm -hmm. from the Bible. So here's, so here's now where we are. We got to the end of the reign of the, so that's the end of the Clinton years. What happens? People think that, a lot of people think, unless they really know it, that, you know, Ahab's reign ends and so does Jezebel. It doesn't happen that way. Ahab's reign ends, but Jezebel goes on on the political stage. So what does that mean? That we saw the paradigm of Bill Clinton, it ends, his reign ends, but then Hillary Clinton, who's following the paradigm of Jezebel, about uh, it goes on, she goes on on the political stage. It's exactly, never happened before in, in history, a first lady goes on. And, and Jezebel dwelt in the, in the halls of power. She wasn't, the, she wasn't the queen anymore, the first lady, she's the former first lady, but she dwelt, in the, she dwelt in the capital. Well, that's exactly what Hillary Clinton did. And then at one point, Hillary Clinton ran for president in 2008, but the paradigm, it doesn't happen. She doesn't get the presidency at that time. It goes to a younger man. And this is the next mystery. And this is, this in the book, it's called the, he's called the heir. This is Barack Obama. And this is going to be the mystery of Barack Obama, just as each one gives the mystery behind it. And that's the mystery of the king. He's going to follow the template or the paradigm of King Joram. Joram was an heir to Ahab. So, so he's going to follow the same policies. Well, what did, in the, in the Obama years, they followed the same policy of the Clintons. They, they took health care. They took, everything just kept following. He follows in that path. Generally, it, it's, not, it's not favorable to people of God. So it goes on. And in the paradigm, Joram, when he comes to the throne, he comes with, the, with a former first lady. He comes with Jezebel in the palace. Well, Barack Obama brought in Hillary Clinton. She... Same thing. Never happened before. Well, well, another thing in this, you know, if you, if you look at this, that how long, we, how long was Obama? When, when did Obama come to the national stage? Well, he came in when he made that speech in the, president, the uh, Democratic Convention. Nobody knew him before. He, no, even Chicago, they barely knew him. All of a sudden, he made the keynote speech at the Democratic Convention. Overnight, he was, he was catapulted. And then, they, and then two years later, he's running for president, and then he's president. Okay, so when did that happen? When did, when did he come to the stage? 2004 is when he gave that speech in the summer. So you got 2004. When was his last year as presidency? 2016. So you got, put that together, you got 12 years of Barack Obama. In fact, when, when Obama spoke at the last convention nominating Hillary Clinton, he said, he began by saying, first words were, 12 years ago tonight. It was exactly 12 years. 12 years wow. of Barack Obama. Open up to his prototype in the Bible. Open up to Joram. And that's in 2 Kings 3. And it says, Joram, son of Ahab, reigned in Samaria for a period of 12 years. Wow. Each one follows exactly. And I'll even just throw this in. You know, the, the, the paradigm even speaks of people outside of America. It, speak, it says that in the days of, of, of Ahab, there will be a, an enemy who will rise up from the east and he will threaten, he'll become the arch enemy of the land and he'll threaten invasion and he will invade it. Well, it, and, and well, in the days, it means in the days of the Clintons comes a man rises on the, on the stage, which is from the east and his name is Bin Laden. Mm -hmm. And he will threaten America, he'll invade America and actually even the name of the ancient Pro, the ancient enemy has the name of Bin Laden, has, 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 the, parad has the parameters of Bin Laden's name. And, and finally, it even gives the time that after he brings calamity, he will have, according to the paradigm, this ancient enemy will have 10 years until he's assassinated. Bin Laden brought calamity in 9-11, 2001. 10 years later is 2011. And that's when he's assassinated. It even gives the it even gives the way it will happen while he's in his bed. I mean, wow. it's, it's so much, so much. But that that's just a little taste of of the last few years. And this is going to take us as we I know we're going to go forward. It's going to take us right up to where we are right now. Wow. Well, and it's not hopeless. No. Our despair. No. No. That's the point. It's the opposite yes. because really, when you watch the news, it's quite hopeless. Yeah, but it's and saying it's God's, in, God's on the throne. Oh. You know, and he's got a plan.
And you say, so much was given by Rabbi Khan, but see, that's why I say get the book. Because I'm telling you, you'll have to read it several times. You'll love it the first time. What I did, I read it too fast. <laughs> I got so excited. I just read it, read it, read it, read it. And I thought, you've got to go back through this and slow down, honey. Get it. <laughs> so I encourage you, you know, send in your prayer requests. Call in your prayer requests. But of course, get the books. Get one and see what your place is in this time. You're not an accident here, honey. You're a divine appointment. So am I. Well, what am I appointed to? That's what you're going to get in the book. And Sarah, we got more to come, right? We do. And I like that you're tying in political stuff and seeing it framed from God's in control. Yeah, yeah. God's in control of everything, even our politics. There's nothing outside of God. <laughs> right. And, and ultimately, and, and also unsaved people need to are, are getting it so yep. that, that that's what it's about too yeah you know. and so hop on the phone get on the website grab a couple copies this would be great for a, a book club or a bible study Excellent. grab it today is it possible that there exists an ancient master blueprint that holds the secret behind the events of our times good events that took place nearly 3,000 years ago now be determining the course of our world and with it the course of our lives for your gift of $35 or more, we will send you The Paradigm by best-selling author Jonathan Kahn. Through this book, you will learn if it's possible that this ancient paradigm has determined not only the events of modern times, but also their timing, even down to the exact dates. We will also send you Marilyn's book, The Final Hour. Through this book, you'll have an opportunity to enter into a new level of effectiveness never before experienced. Knowing and understanding what the scriptures say about the end times will enable you to shatter the fear and deception of the enemy and make sure you and your loved ones are ready for Jesus' return. Call or click today to receive this valuable resource. I have just returned from Egypt, and I'm telling you, that was one of the most supernatural times of my life, literally shaking the Mideast with the Word of God and the power of God. But when I got home, oh, I got hit, and I got hit in my knees, so I'm not able to travel for two months. And I need you to help me. Would you please help me at this time? Would you call today and sow a special seed? Because these two months, I have to be home, but my bills are still there. And I know you would be a blessing. You know how much I love what God has called me to do, and I believe He's called you to help me too. So call right now, sow a seed. In two months, hey, I'm gonna be out there more anointed, more, what can I say, more miraculous than I've ever been, and I thank you for helping me. Do you like surprises? You say, yeah, if <laughs> they're good surprises, and I'm like you, I like good surprises but I want to tell you a lot of times when we're watching the news and all the things that are going on we think there aren't any good surprises coming just some more bad ones but as you watch this program today you're gonna see good surprises I'm telling you for our nation and that you are a part of it we have Jonathan Kahn with us who wrote the book the paradigm which shows you such good news that, and it's typically, typically Bible, mm. that 
when you're through with this book, when you're through with this program, you almost think, where's the devil? I'll kick him in the teeth. I've gotten truth about what God has for us, what God has for me, what God has for this nation. So, Jonathan, mm. love yeah. having you here. Oh, my blessing. Yay. My honor. Sweet. I love your ministry. It's an honor to be here. So talk yeah. to us about some of the yeah. surprises, because that's well, interesting. Well, yeah, we well, like good surprises. Yeah, well, well, what happens here is that in the paradigm, the nation of Israel is at a crossroads. If it goes on with the house of Ahab and all these kings, it's going to be, it's going to seal the apostasy. It's going to wipe out religious freedom. It's going to stamp out the people of God, but, or it's going to seek to do that. But there's a surprise here that something happens out of the blue. And what happens is a man called Jehu. Now, now I'll say this, America was at a real crossroads too in this last election. If it, not about parties, but if it went the other way, it would have sealed the Supreme Court, would have, would have gone against religious freedom, would have done so. But there was a surprise. So the mystery here, the, you were saying, what's going on? What's, what's this thing with Donald Trump? Everybody's saying, what? Well, there's a mystery here. The, the mystery of Donald Trump is in the paradigm, and that is Jehu. Donald Trump is going to follow the mystery or the paradigm of Jehu. You want to understand what's happening now? It's Jehu. And here's what happened. Spell it for us. I don't J E H U. And right. in Hebrew, it'd be Yehu. It'd be Yehu. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like Yahoo. Yeah. So what happens is that 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 Jehu is is not a is not a he's not a royal person. He's not a politician. He he's a fighter. Well, Donald Trump is not a politician. He's a fighter. He fights with everybody. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know. And Jehu, you read it. He's not a gentleman. He's a rough no. man. He's a coarse man. Donald Trump, not a gentleman, rough man. Jehu is at times he seems out of control. He's wild. He's wild. He's impulsive, and they don't know what he's doing. And you know, well, Donald Trump, do I have to say anything? Seems out of control. You know, uh, often. You know, but the thing is that that God sends a prophet to anoint Jehu to become king of Israel and to fight the house of Ahab. And so what happened is, so, so in the same way, you know, we think, well, how can God use somebody like Jehu? Jehu probably didn't even know God before that. You know, we don't know, what, we don't understand, we don't know about Jehu, but he was used by God. And that's the point. God can use anybody. God, God's sovereign. He'll use what he has. He'll use, and so what happens is he uses Jehu, he anoints him, and Jehu begins a race to the throne. A race, literally. He gets into a chariot and races. Well, Donald Trump begins a race to the throne. And the thing is that, and the thing is, that's a very famous thing. When, 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 when he's riding, the, the watchman sees Jehu driving, <laughs> you know where this is going, driving, and he says, he says, well, we're not sure who it is, but the driving is like that of Jehu, for he driveth furiously. And some, and well, well, Donald Trump, you want to describe the race? Said he let, it was furious. And not only the word also can be, in Hebrew, shaget can be translated as he drives crazy. Yep. Well, it was crazy. And, and some of your Bibles say he drives like a madman. Mad well, man. it was like a madman. But, but, he, but he made it. He made it there. And so, so, did Donald, so did Donald Trump. And the thing is that it ends up becoming a showdown between, listen, between the warrior. He's called the warrior in the book. You know, Jehu and the former first lady, the, the Jezebel. So you have, you have Donald Trump and you have who, what's the showdown? The former first lady, Hillary Clinton. And they come to a showdown. Now all the polls were saying, you know, he's, you know Hillary Clinton's going to wipe out Donald Trump. It's, it's over. It's over. But the paradigm said no. When the warrior, when Jehu comes to, to the queen, when it's, when it's Jezebel, and Je it's going to be the, the, the former first lady is going to have a downfall. The, the warrior is going to win. And so exactly what happened, he won. He won. Now, now here's something else. How long was Hillary Clinton on the national stage? Well, she was 22 years with her husband, 1979 first lady to 2001 first lady, and then and then she was on her own. How long? Secretary, uh, she was uh, she was senator and secretary of state for 12 years. Then she retired for two years. Then came back to run for president for two years. Okay, so you got 14 years. So you got 22 years with her husband, 14 years on her own. 
open the Bible and you can see it. You put it, Jezebel, how long was she on the stage? 22 years with her husband on her own, 14 years. Wow. Exact same thing. Hmm. Now, once that once that happens, what's the next thing that happens in the paradigm? And of course, we're skipping a hundred. We can only touch on it, but but we we want to give you a, give a flavor. And of course, yeah. you're going to get the book, <laughs> so you don't want to just touch. You want to get it. That's where everything is. So so what happens is that so so now Jehu turns his attention to the capital city. He's got to go to Samaria in order to take the throne. So what? And when he goes there, he's got an agenda. So Donald Trump has got to go. He's got to go to the capital city to become president. But he, but Jehu has has an agenda, and his agenda when he goes to the capital city is this. He's going to go there to drain the swamp. Well, that's exactly what Donald sure. Trump said. I'm going to drain the swamp. You can read it. And on his way to the to the to the throne, he actually meets a guy named Jehonadab, who in the in the, in the paradigm, this chapter called the Holy Man, kind of a mystical man. Right. And, people, and but he rep, all the commentaries are agreed. He represents the religious conservatives of the land. And so here Jehu meets with him, makes uh, says, "I'm with you guys. Are you going to be with me?" And he says, "Yes." So they make an alliance, and then he goes to the throne. Well, what happened with Donald Trump? He has meetings. Before, he would never be president unless he had meetings with religious conservatives, the leaders, and said, "I'm with you guys." Are you with me? And they said, yes, we know the alternative, we're with you. And that's the only way. In fact, Donald Trump even makes a, you know, they ride together on the chariot, by the way. You know, it's right, a, the holy man right. must have been kind of scared with that driving, but he's right because it's out of control. <laughs> right, but right, it's, like, right. it's the warrior and the holy man. Well, literally, Donald Trump actually makes an alliance with Mike Pence, who's a religious conservative, and they actually go together to the capital city. So now what happens when he gets to the capital city? Well, the, well, the nation's divided, polarized. You have people who are against him. You actually had, he was actually had a war against witchcraft because that was linked to Baal worship. And you actually had, I don't even remember this, when he become, became president, there were gatherings under the moon oh, of witches yeah. actually casting spells against Donald Trump. We never heard about that. I mean, in, in American history, but that's the war in Jehu and the witches. So, but now he goes there, and what the first thing he does is he destroys the Temple of Baal. Now remember, the Temple of Baal was made by Ahab and it was linked to child sacrifice, which right. today is abortion. So what happens? Donald Trump went to the capital city and he said, we're going we're gonna to stop, we're going to try to stop this abortion, defund it. Well, that's what, what Jehu, he defunded. He basically took away state support. And so, so he destroys the Temple of Baal. Well, Donald Trump, first thing he did as president, it's not about Donald Trump, because even the commentaries cannot even make up their minds about Jehu, but God used Jehu. So what did Donald Trump do? First things was executive orders against those policies which were for abortion that, that had been in the Obama and the Clinton administration. First thing. But even more eerie, there actually ex has existed a temple of Baal in the Middle East for 2,000 years. It has stood for 2,000 years. And yet, the, the paradigm says when the warrior rises, the temple of Baal shall fall to the earth. Well, Donald Trump announced his, his race in the summer of 2015. Summer of 2015, the temple of Baal that had stood for 2,000 years suddenly fell to the earth. Now, there's so wow. much we can't get in, but I want to at least get to this. There's a whole section in the paradigm of the future, harbinger of things to come, because it gives clues of the future, and what do we, and also what our role is, what are we to right. do, what are yep. our key. Right. But I'll just say this, what it reveals for where we are right now is that we right now, there's a window. Jehu opened up a window. He stopped the, the, the what would have happened. So we've got a window with Donald Trump right now. It's not about Donald Trump. We've got a window of religious freedom. We've got a window to act. And the answer is not politics. The answer is revival. There must be revival. We have to 
labor for revival, live in revival for such a time as this. God, this could be the most exciting time because if the dark gets darker, the lights get lighter and brighter. And, and here, there's a, the, one of the last things in the book is called the Elijah paradigm. The paradigm has a paradigm for God's people right now. How are we to prevail? How are we to live? How are we to, to carry ourselves? A lot, the answer is with Elijah. And I can't go into the detail except to say this could be our strongest time. We've got to go all out for God. We have to be the candle in the night, which will light up the world. Mm -hmm. That God, you know, if, if these are the days of Elijah, then we, it's time we become the Elijahs of the day. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. See, that's put such a passion mm -hmm. in me. We've got to pray like we never have. We've got to stand fast for God. We've got to love one another. I mean, you don't like this kind of, you don't like Baptist, but you like Lutheran. Drop it. Mm -hmm. You're born again. You know Jesus. Honey, we've got to join hands. We've got to open window, but I don't want us because we're stupid mm -hmm. and that we don't pray to close the window because of stupidity. Mm -hmm. This is an awesome book that will give you, I'm telling you, vision of your importance in this time. This will give you hope and encouragement that is not down the drain, honey. It's not. And so I want you to be sure you call in with your prayer requests, of course, get several books. And know this, God so loved the world, 316, God so loved the world. And so he gave Jesus, are we going to share Jesus at this most important moment in Jesus' name. Is it possible that there exists an ancient master blueprint that holds the secret behind the events of our times? Good events that took place nearly 3,000 years ago now be determining the course of our world and with it the course of our lives for your gift of 35 dollars or more we will send you the paradigm by best-selling author jonathan khan through this book you will learn if it's possible that this ancient paradigm has determined not only the events of modern times but also their timing even down to the exact dates we will also send you maryland's book the final hour through this book you'll have an opportunity to enter into a new level of effectiveness never before experienced. Knowing and understanding what the scriptures say about the end times will enable you to shatter the fear and deception of the enemy and make sure you and your loved ones are ready for Jesus' return. Call or click today to receive this valuable resource. Oh my goodness, this has been absolutely an incredible time. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for your obedience in writing this. Because oh, that's you. a pretty significant ooh, <laughs> leap, seriously. But I know yeah. a lot of people watching yeah. would really mm -hmm. want you to pray for yeah. for them, to have peace in their heart. They don't feel hopeless sure. on this. Would sure. you pray? Yeah, and God, I just say God has a paradigm for your life. And, and in that, mm -hmm. there's no fear. So let's pray. Lord, I ask your blessing on each of these watching right now. Father, touch them, Lord. We ask, Lord, that the plan that you have, you said, I know, I, I know the plans I have for you. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, we ask that let those plans be fulfilled, Lord. I ask, Lord, even things happen today, Lord, that they can take steps today towards your will that the plan would be fulfilled. And plans of welfare, shalom, let it be, Lord, mm -hmm. Father. And we ask now your blessing that you yourself gave in your language. The Lord bless
bless you, my friend, keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine on your life and pour out his grace upon you from heaven. The Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob lift up the glory of his countenance upon your life and give you shalom, life, fullness, peace, all the blessings of his love. B'Shem Yeshua HaMashiach, in the name of Jesus the Messiah, Ari Yehuda, the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't this wonderful? And I'm going to close with, go read Psalm 139. Put your hand on your heart. Say, I'll never forget 139, because you'll see how much he loves you, what great plans he has ahead for you, and that he wrote a book even about you, even the way you were made and your future and your destiny. God loves you. 